0: Welcome to the New Yorker's September nineteenth, two 2011 issue. We have five articles for you. Michael Schulman reports on a playwright's take on history. Next, Dexter Filkins writes about the murder of a reporter who exposed Pakistan's secrets. Then, Ariel Levy reports on the sexual revolutions before the sexual revolution. And finally... In the current cinema, David Denby reviews Steven Soderbergh's new film Contagion, starring Matt Damon, Kate Winslet, and Lawrence Fishburne. But first, it's this week's comment. In Back on Track, John Cassidy reports on the battle for jobs.
1: A few hours before President Obama presented his new job creation plan to Congress last week, Ben Bernanke, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, made a less ballyhooed appearance before the Economic Club of Minnesota. Bernanke reminded his audience that it has been exactly three years since the financial crisis that attended the collapse of Lehman Brothers. Then, he pointed out that the recession that Obama had inherited from his Republican predecessor was even more calamitous than had previously been thought. Recent revisions to government statistics show that, between the end of 2007 and the second quarter of 2009, the gross domestic product declined by more than 5% the deepest drop since the Second World War. Obama didn't refer to Bernanke's update, but knowing the true magnitude of the collapse is critical to understanding the economic and political context in which the president spoke. 9% unemployment, 16% if you include people who have given up looking for a job and those who can find only part-time work, and a widespread belief that the administration's first stimulus package the $787 billion American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009 was a failure. To quote Governor Rick Perry of Texas in last Wednesday's Republican debate, Obama has proven for once and for all that government spending will not create one job. The record demonstrates no such thing. A chart showing fluctuations of the GDP over the past few years indicates a modest recovery beginning in the middle of 2009, just as the stimulus dispersals were kicking in, the recovery continuing at a decent clip for more than a year, and a severe tapering off toward the end of 2010, by which time most of the stimulus money had been spent. A visiting Martian looking at the chart might well conclude that but for the stimulus, things would have been much worse, and that conclusion would be justified. Based on estimates from the nonpartisan Congressional Budget Office, By the end of 2010, the stimulus had created close to 3 million jobs, which is not far off the outcome that White House economists predicted in early 2009.